Welcome back, everyone. Welcome. Yes. I just finished the episode within the past 10 minutes, so I'm coming off hot. I am hitting the hitting the pavement straight off of the episode. Well, uh, that's good. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling great, like energized. Okay. Uh, and I'm ready to record this episode. Okay. I, I think it's like Glee has a pretty good track record with the one artist Okay. Episodes. Sure. 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 Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking the Britney up. That was some classic shit. Uh, what else have they done? Um, I'd say Lady Gaga, Gaga, but they did a Kiss song during that episode, so I don't yeah, think it counts. I-, I don't know if that's the Lady Gaga. They ha- they haven't done really a gags episode. You know. Yeah. They mm. they did a gags number. Yeah. Um, had there really been any other ones? They did Melissa. Um, Eth- they did Melissa Etheridge that one gay episode. Oh yeah, the gay episode. Well, no, but they did other <laughs> they did other gay songs. No, I know that was a joke. Um, let's see. I can't. I honestly, Britney's the only other one I can think of that has had like an actual. Yeah. Well, they did rumors. They did. They did Fleetwood. Yeah, Mac, they kind did of. the Fleetwood Mac episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, but this one's much better than that one. Yeah. So yeah. So today we're talking. It's about, Michael. Yes, season three, episode eleven, um, named for if you didn't know already. Michael Jackson, the yeah. king of pop. Yeah, I'm going to share something very vulnerable with you. Are you ready? No. Oh, well, well then maybe I shouldn't. Okay, now I'm ready. Go. <laughs> I can't spell Michael correctly ever. Oh. I, I have... always, I swap the E and the A. Yeah, I have a lot of trouble with that too. Do you think that's genetic? I think it's because the name doesn't sound... Right. The way that it's spelled. I think that's part of it, right? Okay, sure. Because, like, if we're going to... Okay. I've got it written out in my notes. Let's do some some phonics shit. Okay. Would it be Mi-cha-el? (laughs) Mi-cha-el. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, Mi-cha-el. Or Mi-cha-el, right? Yeah. Because when you just say Michael, I mean, that E and A could be anything, That's right? true. Yeah, it could be a Y for all we know. Really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think part of it is that neither of us... I, I feel like there might have been a chance that one of us could have been named Michael because it shortens to Mike. Well, sure. Sure. If that had been, if that had been the case, I feel like we would both be able to spell it better. I guess, um, but there were so many Michaels in our like That's generation true. that I am so fucking glad that neither of us are named Michael. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Like I can list probably about ten Michaels that I know. Yeah. Um, you know, firsthand, and they're all horrible. You know. I mean, to be fair, I can't really well, talk. Generalizing. I-, I can't really talk because I'm named Sam, and there's like yeah, at least sure. twenty other people. There's uh, there's like yeah. at least two Sams on this show. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but Maggie, that's a that's a pretty unique name. Not many people have that name. So I wouldn't say that's true, though. I mean, a lot. I I work at a place where we are clientele is much older right customer base is old i see at least three or four margarets a week yeah but but do they go by maggie old lady name or peggy 
Peggy or Marge. Yeah. Or See? Margie. See? You, you, you're claiming, you're reclaiming the name for the youth. Anyway, mm. let's talk about Glee. Um, so this episode. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'm so ready. I, I needed a little bit of a cool down. From, sure. You know, straight from the episode. But yeah. hit me with those stats. Yeah. So this episode originally aired on January 31st, 2012. With 9.07 million viewers, which is up from last week, which only had 7.5 million. So people were tuning in for that Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's written by Ryan Murphy. A return to form for Mr. Murphy, perhaps. And directed by, I'm going to say it, my favorite director. So like out of all the directors we've had, Alfonso Gomez Rejon. Yeah, refresher. What else is he directed again? Uh, he did the uh, the mattress episode. Oh, sure. Yep. Yep. And he's done most of the like pre-sectionals episodes. Uh, he did Funkification. Do you remember that yes. one? Yes. Wait. So this is a pre-sectionals episode. It is. That's. I mean. That's why the Warblers and the oh, that's and, and D are facing down. But. Did you not gather that from the multiple conversations they had about it? No, I thought the sectionals was in like a month or two. I don't think so. Well, I, I think we're coming up to it here. Okay. I guess... Well, what's the next episode up? Uh, the next episode is called The Spanish Teacher. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, not that's sectionals. not sectionals. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that one's so good. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, well, we get the anyway, let's. Yeah, anyway. Let's get back to the, to the one we're talking about today, which is Michael. And thank God there's no recap. We yeah. get straight into the meat of it. Um, we're hashtag blessed, and the only characters who are likable and that I want to see are on screen. Yes. Uh, we've it's... got, Brit- yeah, Britanna, Mercedes, and Clayne. I was going to say, it's the gays in Mercedes, who's yeah, kind of like an honorary basically. gay, I guess, because she's... Well, I mean, she is, um, it's more, the more marginalized yeah. folks, I guess, Well, but we're not including Tina or Mike, which is a bummer. That's true. But anyway. And I guess yeah. Artie is in a wheelchair. Yeah. We're going to have to talk I mean, about that, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, it is. This is basically a math textbook group, <laughs> so it's hard to sort of be like, who <laughs> who is the least disadvantaged here? Um, Santana Mercedes are kind of complaining about yeah. the fact that they really wanted to do Michael Jackson songs, um, but New Directions already did them at sectionals. So Yeah, they're also sort of griping about the Troubletones loss. Yeah, that too. Um, did you notice Kurt's fur hat? Yes. It's made, a, it's made another appearance in the... F- it, I think... Uh, He's this is he's outfit repeating because he's worn this before like the full leather jumpsuit. Yeah. Well, it's definitely with the fur hat. It's definitely a winter look, you know. Yeah, it, sure. Yeah. I mean, with that leather jumpsuit, it must be because he would die. Be so he would die in the there. summer. Yeah. Um. But so yeah. I mean. It, so what ends up happening is Will also gets involved for some reason. Yeah, the Will just shows up yeah. to really soil the group that we've got <laughs> yes. going on here. And Will's like, oh, we can still do Michael, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, in order to, like, I don't know, get excited about this. Um, yeah. They decide to do a Michael week and Blaine will kick yes. it off right now. With uh, with a song yeah. starting in the hallway. And it's hard to tell if this is a dream sequence or not. See, because yeah. we, we have a couple dream sequ- sequences in the episode. Yes. Um, 
but people like stare at Blaine <laughs> as he's singing, like yeah, random extras, that's which is true. not a thing that normally happens <laughs> when it's non-diegetic. Well, I guess that's true. I feel like there have been like with if we're going to compare it to like Britney, Britney, like yeah. t- technically, I think people were staring at them during their dream sequences because they were the center of attention. But well, but in in this Blaine song in particular. There's like people walking to class who yeah. like turn and like do a couple double takes staring at Blaine. Like that's not the same as like the Britney Britney no, like one you're of those right. music videos yeah. that they recreated, you know? Yeah, and also I mean, I also wrote down diegetic question mark because it's a good it's a good question <laughs> to ask, but also I don't think it's it needs an answer either. No. Well, my favorite part is that the hallway dance is yeah. very good. So It's great. Well, it's because we've got the best people doing yeah. it. Yeah. Except for Mike, well, obviously. And Kurt, I guess, in the past couple of weeks has shown himself to be a very capable yeah. dancer. So that's Fucking fun. coming out of the woodwork yeah. here, Kurt. Uh, finally doing some dancing. I love it. Uh, Want to be starting something is great overall, I think. Uh, Blaine does grab his crotch yes a lot a lot um, well but that happens a lot in this episode with various male characters so it's a michael jackson thing yeah right? but it's still like i don't want to see them grabbing their crotches anyway i the outfits yeah. before because the outfits change um but the ones that they're wearing at the beginning of the scene are all good except for you know obviously the cheerios right ones are uninspired um <laughs> tell it to sue but, Blaine's mustard pants. Um, the fur hat. I can. I mean, it's a bold choice, right? You know. Yeah. It definitely. Uh, it definitely works. I guess for this aesthetic. I. I guess. Um, but the <laughs> outfits do change because the the song moves to the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like a. We get a. It's it's a seamed transition, if that makes sense. It's as not as seamless. supposed to seamless. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. As in, it's stitched together. Right. Yeah. Poorly. Uh, um. Yeah. So Blaine is in a is some characters are cosplaying Michael Jackson full on. Others are like inspired. See, I guess. Okay, that was my question because it definitely seems like some of them are like straight out of music videos, straight out of yeah. like iconic Michael Jackson like, looks. Yeah. Because Mercedes is wearing the smooth criminal white suit. Isn't that Tina? Uh, uh, no, that's Mercedes okay. for sure. Okay, sure. And uh, but like Artie's wearing like the thriller jacket. Um, yeah, Mike is dressed. I, I the problem is I only recognize the thriller jacket as being like yeah. an identifiable song, like music video outfit. Um, because yeah. you're an uncultured swine. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but like a lot <laughs> of them, but a lot of them like read Michael Jackson to me. I was like, yes, I know that that is a Michael yeah, Jackson look for sure. So like even the, cause Quinn is obviously wearing a skirt right. because she is high femme. Right. Yes. <laughs> no pants well, now it's a bubble. It, it was like one of bubble skirts too. She was living her trouble tones fantasy. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, Santana is also wearing a skirt, but, but I, she's I, wearing it, like the marching band, like yeah, top. They so. definitely read as Michael Jackson for sure. Yeah. I would say the good outfits that I listed in my notes are Brittany, mm-hmm. who is in like a leather sort of like bad leatherette yes. number. Yeah, uh, Santana, who is wearing that marching band yep. top and the it's like a Spartan skirt yeah. sort of. Yeah, and uh, fedora. She wears a few yep. in the episode. Yep. Uh, Mercedes, who's wearing that smooth criminal uh, suit. Uh, Kurt, 
who is also in full leather, yes. much like Brittany. <laughs> uh, but he's got like, uh, I guess, I would say like adornments all o- all over him. Yeah, no, that, that's right? a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, and then Blaine, who is a little bit more ripped straight from Michael Jackson. It's like a sparkly blazer, and he's wearing the glove. Yep. The the one bedazzled glove. Uh, Mike, who you mentioned, and Artie, who's wearing the thriller jacket. Yeah. And then the one that I have for being bad is Finn. Yeah, I was going to say, that is also <laughs> the one that I specifically was like, this is bad. He's wearing It's just his... a football jersey that's bedazzled. Yeah, it's bullshit, is what it is. Is he supposed <laughs> to be... Is he supposed to be a zombie from the thriller episode? Like, or like from the thriller music video? Like, what? I don't know. I have no idea what that's supposed to be, but it sucks. It's terrible. It's stupid. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, so the song's good overall, yep. I think. And if you recall, I don't know if you will if you will, but uh around this time, like Glee would do the occasional like big promotion thing, and the Michael episode was that. Like they had like a full yeah. spread in like, some magazine, probably like People magazine or something, of all of these outfits. Yeah, I remember like I don't necessarily remember that, but I do remember, like, the advertising for episodes and, like, like the glove, like, shot that they have at the end of this number, as well as, like, some of the Michael outfits were very prominent in the advertising because Glee was like, Probably hey. what pulled people in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, so that it's a good number. Then we get the Glee title card, and then um, we get straight into a plot line that is gross, <laughs> which is, yeah... <laughs> If you recall, uh, Finn proposed to Rachel at the end of last episode um, because he wanted to follow in his father figure's footsteps. Yes. Yeah. Um, And so Rachel is obviously, she she hasn't given him an answer yet. It's been at least three days. It's been specifically three days at this point, but it's going to go on for a bit. Yeah. Three days to like the minute. Yeah. (laughs) Because... Finn's, like, uh, consulting his watch at the beginning of this conversation. Yeah, because the best way to get a yes answer is to pressure someone. Um, But, yeah, Rachel is like, you know, I'm just not sure. Like, I have a future, so. She asks Finn for an explanation as to why. Yeah. Like, they need to do this now. Because she's like, of course I want to marry you someday. Right. But, (laughs) But why now? And then Finn has this whole speech about how... I I'm I because I don't don't really remember what it's about. I just finished well, watching the episode. No, Fuck. okay. The only yeah. thing I have in my notes is Finn sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the thing. One of the big points of Finn's speech is that they're going to move to New York together, and it'll be harder to be a couple there than it is in Ohio. So like they should just it's get married Rachel now. Because Rachel will have a life. Exactly. There. No, that was my thing. Is I'm like <laughs> Finn is worried that Rachel will just outgrow him. And so yeah. he's trying, like, he's trying to grasp onto those coattails, you know? like Yeah, like a barnacle on a boat. He is trying to... <laughs> Jesus. Grapple Rachel. The only the only reason I don't like comparing Finn to a barnacle is because barnacles is have large penis? penises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so ends up, it, what ends up happening is Rachel's like, well, if you're going to force me to give an answer right now, and then Finn cuts her off and is like, no, 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 because he senses the no coming. Mm-hmm. And he's like, take your time. Do you think this is the point at which he realizes he needs to start stealing her mail or later? I don't know. (laughs) Are you saying that's what happened? Are are you not... Like, did not not come across you in the episode? Because for me, it was very obvious that, like, 
Spoiler, we're going to get into it in later scenes, but like... That Finn is rifling through her, ma- like yeah. her parents' mailbox? Yeah, he's oh stealing her mail. So that way he can steal the Niata one, because then yeah. everyone else gets their stuff, and Rachel gets real worried, and then she has to say yes to Finn, because that's her only future plan, and then... Okay, we'll d- we'll d- we're going to discuss this later. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to favorite Michael Jackson memories at the Lima Bean. New di- yeah, it's m- the good ones from New Directions, plus Artie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, discussing uh, Michael Jackson and their memories uh, and how, like, Artie's first words were inspired by a Michael Jackson music video. Sure. Yeah, so Rachel... Rachel is a huge square. She's just like, yeah, I don't like Michael Jackson because I like Barbara Streisand and and Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. Well, so I... Here's my thing. Yeah. I... I'm kind of in the boat of Rachel in that... Damn, I, all right. Uh, no, I understand that Michael Jackson is a great performer and he has some really great music, but, like, the level of fanboy... Idolatry, perhaps. Yeah, is just, like... It, it just seems to come out of nowhere as part of it. Like, we've had well, no Sam, inclination into this point that any of these characters love Michael Jackson, like, more than life itself. So, Sam, much like Santana, I am going to threaten you with the very harsh burns. Lukewarm coffee. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, well, she she was like, I'll, I would throw this coffee at you, Rachel, but it's not scalding enough. No, I know. But that's... I, <laughs> Which I loved. I just... Like, we... No, I I get it, okay? I mean, the reason why they're all so fucking pumped on Michael is because it's the Michael episode. <laughs> they did the same thing with but, Britney. But they can't... But you can't just, like... There's no... There's no reason, though. Like... Why not? If they... Oh, my God. You are being way too picky. <laughs> well, but the problem that I'm having is that, like, sometimes they do make meta jokes that are, like, mm-hmm. Glee is... Like, this is silly because it's Glee. But, like... Suddenly, everyone just loves Michael Jackson. Again, not unwarranted. Like not unwarranted. It's just that, like, yeah, we like they did Michael Jackson at sectionals. We didn't get any information at that point that they love Michael Jackson. You know what I but mean? But this is like, the Michael Jackson week, okay? Yeah, okay. So they're all reminiscing, and it doesn't matter that they yeah. didn't love him before. It matters <laughs> that they loved him now. Well, see, that was I was gonna say maybe this is just a teenager thing where it's like, yeah, where they're trying to fit in or, and be cool. Well, they're not trying to fit in. They're <laughs> trying to prove that they're most dramatically the biggest Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's how clubs are formed, so it's fine. Anyway, Sebastian arrives um, because yeah, he lives just at the here. Lima Bean. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kurt's reaction to Sebastian being here is just like, ugh. Do you, <laughs> Do you live here? I hate you. <laughs> but, yeah, and then we, we find out that, uh, well, we already knew that the Warblers and uh, New Directions will be competing at regionals. Um, yes. Just like last year. But yep. it turns out that the Warblers got the first spot at regionals. And someone, Blaine, <laughs> let it slip that New Directions is going to be doing, is wants to do Michael Jackson for regionals. I loved Darren Chris's performance here where Blaine is just sort of like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, well. <laughs> uh, because Sebastian supposedly called him to find out how to get red wine stains <laughs> out of the piping of a warbler's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, i love that also yeah also uh, and blaine spilled the beans about michael jackson well yeah because he's such a big fan he can't hold it inside himself um but like you saw his performance from the was, beginning of the episode it's was, perfectly perfectly understandable if that's the case isn't the warbler's jacket just the dalton uniform yeah I, we've talked about it before it doesn't matter um also like 
the piping is red. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but so, essentially, yeah, everyone. Um, I guess they wanted to make a point that Sebastian drinks wine. Yes. Because he's so metropolitan. Well, I, I did enjoy. Only wine from France. I, I, I did enjoy that Kurt turns to Blaine during this and is like, mm-hmm. how often do you talk? And we don't get any answer to that. Like, at yeah, all. Yeah, Blaine just looks more bashful. Yeah. Or, and like. Yeah. I guess ashamed. Yes, like, that's a better. Like, bashful and ashamed. Yes. Um, but so then Santana gets very aggressive about defending yeah. New Direction's right to do she, Michael Jackson. She gestures with her cup yeah. violently to the point where you know there's no coffee in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the way that she's just sort of waggling it around. Uh, and then Sebastian uh, does some casual racism. <laughs> Yeah, well, is it, is it casual or is it just, no, like, overt? more directed overt? and pointed and bad. Yeah, like, it's it's very bad. He says some stuff about prison. Um, and pinatas. Yeah, and essentially he implies that if Santana attacks him, she'll go to jail. Um, because his dad's a state's attorney, yes, Sam. His father will hear about this. Um, <laughs> My father will hear about this. But so- Fuck. I love Sebastian as a villain so much. <laughs> but yeah, so effectively that's where this, well, the Warblers are going to do Michael Jackson. It's a big thing. This episode is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so we're back in the choir room with the New Directions. Yep. Uh, because, and I guess the, the like their group chat must be lit as fuck because they all know about what Blaine did. Uh. <laughs> well, they all know that Blaine did it. It's very good because, like, what what I like is this is one of those times that we get one of those fun little meta jokes because as they're all coming to the choir room, people are like, "Oh no! Like, what are we gonna do? Like, we were gonna do Michael Jackson, and it was set in stone because that's how our sectional set list definitely works." And Blaine is like, <laughs> "Didn't you guys write your own songs for sectionals like a day like before? the day of? Yeah, like <laughs> he's like, didn't you win? Yeah, exactly." <laughs> um, yeah, but then Puck calls Blaine an Eggs Benedict. Yes. Which I liked. Yes. <laughs> and Will shows up to be a buzzkill. Yeah. Uh, well, by asking them WWMJD. Yeah, well, and Finn joins in because, of course, Will and Finn are, like, on the same page Ugh. on this. But um, essentially, everyone gets this conclusion that they need to, quote, fight back. Yeah. Take it to um, the streets. That is a direct quote. Take it to the streets. What does that mean exactly? Well, you're going to find out right now because <laughs> we t- we jump to the second number only seven minutes into the episode. Gotta say, I'm loving the pace. Yes. Yeah, this Arctic-specific episode, at least one thing I will put in its favor, lots of music. Lots of music. Uh, so we see Santana and Blaney Boo uh, being very precious. They're wearing... Hoods and leather jackets. Yes. <laughs> looking very intimidating. I mean, Santana a little bit more so. Um, but isn't she wearing her Cheerios outfit underneath She is. It? <laughs> she is. <laughs> so she's still got like the bright red skirt. Yes. Oh, fuck. Um, and Blaine, he, I don't know. He just can't really pull off menacing no. to me. 
Yeah. He can definitely pull off evil, but not really, like, threatening. <laughs> yes. Well, that's... So, what's happening? They're in a parking garage, and... Yes, the war- a completely empty parking garage, by the way. No cars. <laughs> yeah. How did they get there? Good question. I don't know. Um, the Warblers, <laughs> They though, parked outside. <laughs> the Warblers arrive, um, led by Sebastian, um, and they're like, okay, we're here. Why? And <laughs> Santana tells us that this is a Jackson off. Um, it's a song battle. Ah, but yes, like full on, like gang dancing. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so good. But like, okay, immediately I have some questions. Yeah, yeah. What purpose does this serve? Because none. Supposedly, su- absolutely not. <laughs> supposedly, this is going to this help is- determine who gets to do Michael Jackson at regionals. Sam, this is fighting back. This is taking it to the streets. <laughs> Taking it to the parking garage. <laughs> but, like, but there's no winner. There's no judge no. to decide who the winner is. Like, no. Of course, this is to intimidate the Warblers, you know, to oh. be like, look how good we do this Michael Jackson song. But, but they both maybe. do it together. They, they sing they bad together. And it's so good. It is. New very Directions. Good. New Directions is on lead for the most part, though. Yes. Um, Santana, Blaine, with Artie. a little bit of Artie, yeah. and featuring Kurt on the, yeah. uh, like, you know, vocal runs or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's great. New Directions is all wearing their normal clothes, but with leather jackets on top because they're bad. And the Warblers <laughs> are just in their because normal. Because they're bad. Yeah, <laughs> they no. are. No, I know. They're... Aren't they so bad? Look at them jump and fight. But that's... So, yeah, there's a lot of... The, the choreography is very fun. There's some, like, yeah. running and, like, jumping off of walls. And, like, I'm guessing... And there's a part where they pair up, like, New yeah. Directions and Warbler, and they, like, do some fake punches. Yes. Well, my question, <laughs> in the original, I think part of it is because I haven't... Part of part of the thing with this episode is I haven't seen a lot of Michael Jackson yeah. music videos. So well, the the bad music video is in a parking garage. That's yes. that's what I figured because they also have a lot of shots of the wall with shadows, shadows. on it, which I figured yeah, that, was an that's homage. That's stolen from the yeah. yeah, that's stolen from the music video also. Okay, but yeah, so um, essentially they're all doing their little dance thing, and at the end, one of the warblers grabs a paper bag, and then it gets passed between warblers who reach their it? hand into the bag for no apparent reason <laughs> yeah and then pass it to sebastian i maybe they're the ones spiking the slushy oh. because sebastian pulls a slushy out of it yeah but we're su- we're supposed to believe that sebastian is the mastermind behind this right this yeah. incident so they right? can't yeah because it seems like it's a revelation at the end for the war blows. yeah well it, not, is it though maybe I, not i don't know I don't... It's hard to tell. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So at the end of the song, the two groups are sort of facing off. Yeah. Um, and Sebastian has this slushy, and he goes to slushy Kurt, but Blaine heroically jumps in front of him <laughs> and gets slushied. Yes. Um, and then, it's very dramatic. Well, okay. It's very... Yeah, but what makes it more dramatic is that Blaine crumples on the ground like screaming. screaming in pain, which is not <laughs> normally what happens when people get slushied. So I think it's more of like a whoa. Yeah. Like it's not really that painful so much. Usually like people have talked about how it like stings your eyes or whatever, but like they don't yeah. like scream. Um, and then it just kind of ends there. Yeah. We, the camera pans down um, to see like Kurt being like, Blaine, no. Oh, <laughs> and, and I did. I, and Blaine collapsed on the ground with like slushy, 
melt, blood. like sort of. It looks, yes. Yeah, it's supposed to like mimic like blood. Yeah, that was it, what I at least wrote. that's what it evokes for sure. Yes, it, it's very. It's I, I said the slushy is red like blood, um, <laughs> which to be fair could be could be Blaine's eye juices. We don't know. It's, it's all Blaine's <laughs> eye blood. He's been dramatically oh, injured. Gross. Can't you see he's bleeding? <laughs> that's enough. We have to ban <laughs> slushying. It's a barbaric modern day stoning. Okay, so um <laughs> Yeah, I okay. This is this is just so great. Um do you know why Blaine gets slushied um in like the grander context of the show? Uh is it because they wanted to use that as a reference? Well, they wanted to use the phrase eye for an eye next scene and then also <laughs> no. use the no. Michael Jackson song at the end to have Kurt do the like eye cover thingy. Like <laughs> no, um, it's actually because Darren Chris. This was when he was doing his short stint on Broadway and How to Succeed in Business without really trying. Oh, so they had to get him off the show for a few episodes. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I do. You want to know why Blaine gets slushied in the face in the context of our meta fiction? Yes, I would love to hear it. It's okay. One of one of the things we we're gonna talk about is that like Kurt gets incredibly depressed by this for the rest of the episode. Yes. yes. Um, I don't know if Blaine has it in him to like pretend to be sad that Kurt is hurting. <laughs> so <laughs> so he so he took the slushy. Yes. I mean, on second, on like another hand, it does make Kurt feel indebted to him it's to true. take care of him. Yeah, and which also is making Kurt's life worse. Also, it ends up making Kurt not willing to report a crime to the police. Yeah. So, like, so I mean, we gotta we gotta dig into that when we get closer to it in the plot. But, yes. But I, I yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very dramatic. Blaine uh, is very heroic. <laughs> Some would say, and it's it's weird because, like, if if Sebastian was going to slushy Kurt, which is obviously sort of the intent, or at yes. least we find that out through dialogue. It's too low. <laughs> like, yes. Maybe. Because Kurt, Kurt's yeah. face is a lot higher up than, like, how far Blaine would jump to. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, well, I mean, be fair. We do see Sebastian throw another slushy this episode, and that one is also very low. Yeah, I guess he just likes the low slush. Yeah, I think I think he just hasn't had a lot of practice because he didn't go. He didn't. He, his nose wasn't full of the stink of public schools. So <laughs> maybe that's why he was like he was confident that it was going to be all right that he slushy. Yes, like yeah. he used a spiked slushy to slushy Kurt because it wouldn't get in his eyes. Right, Blaine's just too short. Yeah, and like he was sideways at the time. Um, yeah, my father's gonna hear about this though. So <laughs> the next, the next scene, Kurt is letting us know in the choir room um, that Blaine has a scratched cornea and will need He's surgery. Dramatically injured. Yes, it's horrifying if you are concerned about eye injuries in a way that I am. So great, oh, gross. I'm sorry. Uh, but New Directions wants an eye for an eye. They yes. are out for blood. Yes. Uh, specifically, Mike is is the one who says, I want an eye. Yeah, well, so, okay. So, Will tells us that they need to have proof in order to press any charges or whatever. Will is, like, a substantial buzzkill this episode. Yes. And then, well, what's weird? Okay. This is something I don't particularly like about this episode. Mm-hmm. Artie has this big rant about how... Yeah. 
everyone else has to hurt because of how hurt he's been and like how well and how like starts off the rant by being like all we do is sing (laughs) well that's yeah i also yes yeah yeah, foot in the door there but then he's like he says some shit about how like we we just you know take the fact that we're gonna take the high road and like Mm -hmm. we're gonna be better off in the long run and like without's what makes us better than them and i'm like or you know we're all just equal and like (laughs) why why do you but like essentially he goes on this big rant about how like everyone else sucks and he wants them to hurt more than they've hurt him because god knows what Artie apparently has a lot of anger inside that is well, yeah he's he's full of like this sort of revenge energy and yes. i understand why i mean he does get a lot of ableist jokes thrown at him all okay, the time okay sure so blaine's um, injury is just giving him an outlet is what you're saying yeah maybe okay was Artie in the bad number yeah no he's he's like a lead in the number maggie oh you're right Cause, fuck because i just couldn't closest... remember he... He doesn't. He doesn't do most of the dancing. No, because he's is. in a wheelchair. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, no, but also, sorry. He, he's there. He's there. Stand in for a black male lead because. Oh, of course, <laughs> because they killed Mike Rutherford. Did they kill Matt? Him? Yeah. Also, oh, fuck. <laughs> also, sorry, Matt. <laughs> but yeah. So then, what this ha- what this leads into is a dream sequence where Artie yes. sings "Scream" with Mike because the two well, of them are very angry. Will is like, Artie, you need to calm down. Maybe you should take a break. We'll be here when you get back. Um, And Artie's like, yeah, I will leave. And that's when he stands up and he's like, who's with me? And Mike's like, me. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) I'm not sure where the dream starts, but it's definitely before he gets out of the wheelchair. So, yeah. Anyway, I mean, again, this is one of those ones where I I believe they're replicating the video. The music video. It's like nearly a shot for shot recreation yeah. of the Scream music video, uh, including the dope ass outfits. Yes. Uh, and Mike's eyeliner. Yes. Can we talk about Mike's eyeliner? <laughs> I, I made a note about Mike's eyeliner because he looks yeah, so good. It looks very good. It, it, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, in the past, I know we've talked about, like, there are some who's the, aspects. Who's the hottest person on Glee? It's Mike. <laughs> yes. And I think that with the eyeliner, I'm starting to see that a little. Like, I, I could be convinced, maybe. You know, like. Yeah. Also, who is he against at this point? No one. B- maybe Santana? Well, Santana. Yeah. Okay. If we're going to do like a hotness glist, <laughs> yeah. Mike is up there. Right? Oh, for sure. He's definitely up there. The eyeliner also helps. Um, yeah. Santana's up there for sure. Yes. Uh, Brittany. Probably Brittany. Yeah. Um, Rachel? I. In like, she's a little, she's like a, a little closed off <laughs> for my say. taste. Maybe, maybe New York Rachel when she starts wearing all black. Okay. Does she become a poet? A beat poet on the scene? Basically. Snap, snap. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, Blaine? I mean, Blaine? 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 Yeah, Blaine's, I feel like Blaine's more cute. Yeah, but like. hot most but, of the time. I mean, when he gets like sweaty. Yeah, he's I definitely guess. more attractive than Kurt. Yeah. If we're talking cuteness. like Well, Kurt is more, like, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, sort of like a statue. Oh, my God. This is completely unrelated, but I have to mention it. Chris and I started yeah. watching My Hero Academia, which is an anime on Hulu. I saw that you had started watching that on our shared Hulu account. Yeah. It's like Sky High in the sense that, like, oh, people just... Oh, damn. Just, like, have, I'm about it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but so what's great is there's a character who's, like, this, like, French like mm. beautiful model 
who okay. his power is that he can shoot lasers out of his quote navel, but every time it looks like what? he's shooting lasers out of his dick. dick. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and dick like, lasers. When you say when you say that Kurt is beautiful, for some reason that image popped in my head because like the the thing is like he's a very like he's very metrosexual is that the word for it i don't know it, he uh, he hits on girls I, so like it's implied that he's not gay but he's very flamboyant so i mean i feel like it's more of a embrace like androgynous yes oh for sure aesthetic yes but yeah because metrosexual is sort of outdated fair right? enough yeah i think so like it's, it's mostly to describe dudes who wash their face <laughs> and, and you know <laughs> trim their nails or whatever yeah um, i saw um I saw an Instagram post about Queer Eye where it's just described like all Jonathan has to do is tell people to do basic hygiene. I mean, it's kind of true, though, (laughs) which is one of the reasons I would want them to do my life, because I feel like if Jonathan told me to do basic hygiene, I would do do it. it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so the scream number, it's good. Like, it's a a good number. I I think it's really fun. Um, Mike sounds really good. Yeah. The the singing and, is very good. Yeah, it's just yeah the, yeah. the they wear the outfits that are from the music video. I already half mentioned them, but um, one of them is like a sweater with cones. Oh yeah, on the shoulders yeah. like the fabric cones, which I thought were just really cool. And they do some really good tandem dancing. It's such a shame that they. Yeah, so that was I. I was telling Chris that uh, when I was watching this that uh, I remember. I think it must have been something around the first or second season, but there was mm-hmm. something where they were talking about how Kevin McHale is a very good dancer, and it's like, <laughs> and it's, it's like, such a well, shame that yeah. they that they sequestered him know, to did... a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also that they didn't give the part to an actor who was already in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah, that's also more of a problem, really. But yeah, because uh, you know, I'm not too offended when like a. St- a quote-unquote straight person plays sure. a gay person okay. because, I mean, being straight doesn't exist. Um, sure. So yeah. I'm like, you know, sexuality is fluid, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it's it leaves a really sour taste in my mouth that Kevin McHale is like the wheelchair kid. Yeah. Do you think in like 50 years we'll look back on that in the same way that we look at like blackface? Because that's Maybe. kind of what it is. Is like yeah. someone pretending to be disabled when it's like, I mean, there are people who could do that that are actually yeah. disabled. So it's true. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Overall, yeah. it's very good. This is a a notable mention of Dream Sequence Mike. Yeah, because um, as we know, he is a <laughs> he's, he's unstuck. Yes, in in the glee reality so he's sort of flowing through dreams and um you know that sort of thing yeah definite proof right here yeah and so um then we cut back to reality as we as we must and, and Artie, we're back in the choir room yeah where Artie's just like maybe i should wheel out of here he's like yeah i need to roll away which like then it just ends after that and yeah, also, then it's just done. Also, Artie's like anger is never really resolved after this. Like, no, n- and neither is Mike's. Like Mike's little random outburst about eye for an eye, never resolved. So cool. Um, so then we move to the girls' bathroom. Um, yeah, we move to the girls' bathroom where uh, Quinn and Rachel discuss 
an adult problem. Yes. <laughs> Which, of course, <laughs> as you probably just did, Quinn assumes that Rachel is pregnant because how could you I don't know if not? I'd assume that. I feel like it's more of like, do you have a yeast infection? <laughs> how is that an adult I don't know. problem? I, I don't Can't... know many kids who get yeast infections. I mean, but I like, know. isn't it feasibly possible i don't want to talk about that that's not that's not (laughs) what we're here to do um so anyway rachel is asking quinn obviously about the fact that finn proposed to her and she wants some straightforward thoughtful responses and like advice as to how to go forward so quinn um to start off her little advice session reveals her yale early admission because obviously she's going to yale yes uh but we know that rachel still hasn't gotten anything from niata mm-hmm. then quinn describes finn as an anchor from rachel's past yes who was loved that dragging Truth. her down yeah preach it quinn uh and then we transition to a, a dr- another dream sequence number yes I mean, it has to be. So Quinn is on. It's this is Quinn's number. It's uh, never can say goodbye, and yep. she's uh, on the auditorium stage. She's in this sleek, like sequiny black gown. Her hair I is love done the up. Gown. It's amazing. It looks dope as hell. Um, and she's singing at first puck, then Finn, then Sam. Um, yeah, all yeah. these generic white men. Well, so one of the things. Coming off of her talk from Rachel, this is because she has essentially gotten to that point at, during your senior year of high school where you realize that high school means nothing, um, yeah. and that like all of the like best friends that you had are probably gonna like not be there anymore, especially if you go to a different state for college. And so, like, she's like, you know what? I don't. I thought I was in love with all of these fucking douches, and you know what? Bozos. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm free. I'm going to find myself when I'm 30. I am free of these anchors from my past. Yes. Um, because she, cause the phrase that she uses is like, when the snow falls in New Haven next winter, I'm not going to remember any of them. Yes. Which is <laughs> kind of rough, but you know what? She's not wrong. Yeah. So we also see, because it transitions from her singing to uh, these generic white men on stage to... Quinn looking in her locker. Yeah, she has like pictures of herself. Yeah, hanging. Which I always I find that a little strange. <laughs> well, it's her memories. Like she's got one from when they did Rocky Horror Picture Show. That one's cute. She's got yeah. one. She's got one from when she was giving birth to Quinn or to Beth, which is kind of like you know the doctors are in that photo too. And um, there's a there's a picture of Beth herself with a little like st- like sticky note sticky note that says hi mommy yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, and uh the picture of puck and beth yeah that she got to see um and and a picture of pink-haired quinn herself well that's that's probably more of a reminder you know Mm -hmm. you got to look back sometimes to propel yourself a remind a reminder of her horrible past yeah uh because that's that's the weird thing about quinn's storyline at this point for me is that like She's she's like I've overcome horrible things and it's like what? Well, I mean she, I, she pink she, hair? Well, I I would argue that she's overcome being a horrible person mm, somewhat. Mm. Like I don't know. I think it's still in her I, somewhere. I think it's still in her too, but I think she's right now she's on that high, you know, of yeah. like 
I she did it. She has yeah. senioritis full on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Where she's just like, uh, yeah, I don't give a shit about any of y'all. <laughs> yes. But so uh, after the locker, yep. we moved to the choir room. Um, Where it's a full on uh, like solo performance. Yep. And uh, everyone's digging it, obviously. It's good yep. for sure. It's definitely not bad. Uh, and as the song ends, Will comes up to her and is like, well, share the news, Quinn. I'm here to out your news. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> he's such a buzzkill. Seriously. No, I know. Um, and that's when she tells New Directions that she's going to Yale. She thanks them for everything that they've done and um, has a tearful speech. Yeah, she she has a speech. I, I'm not sure how to feel about this. Um, I, I wrote down a line that was... Let's hear it. I was the only one standing in the way of myself. So, like, yeah, that kind of sums up this idea that Quinn has decided, I guess, that she's realized that all of her problems in her life were in some way either caused or amplified by her attitude. Her attitude. So she's decided, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to just do it. Like, I'm just going to let that go and I'm going to figure it out. Um, which I, th- I, I, I feel like, like that. that's partly true. Yeah. Right. Like Finn. We we talk, well we talked about it a lot uh, in Quinn's storyline so far this season about how she ha- it's white girl problems yeah. like it's like problems that don't really that it, aren't yeah. really problems yeah uh, and she's just feeling a lot about them right yeah <laughs> which I mean that's true I guess my thing is I just don't, I'm not a big fan. And maybe this is just, like, a personal thing because, like, I have a bad attitude and, like, at some level I know that, like, <laughs> yeah. I need to fix my own bad attitude. You, you but, need like... an attitude adjustment also. <laughs> but, you like... need to dye your hair back from pink to blonde. <laughs> yes. But, like, it's not all just your own attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there are other factors. Like... I suppose... Um, I, I, I like the way that this is shaping out, right? Because yeah. it's not... It's not Quinn being like, thank you, Sam. Thank right. you, Puck, yes. for showing me that I'm worthwhile. Exactly. Instead, it's like, thanks to all of you for being around. Um. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was, <laughs> I, I was scared. There is like a line from Will at the beginning of this where he's like, you know, Quinn, you really deserve this. And I was like, if we get another fucking speech where someone <laughs> explains to Quinn how she did a good job, like, like how she how worthwhile she is. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> luckily, he only gets that one line. And well, he gets one more line at the end of the scene that I wrote down. Do you want to hear what it is? No, but sure. Yale. Yeah. As in, oh my hell God. yeah. Um, but with Yale. No, thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, But I mean... <laughs> The the other implication of the scene is Rachel seems conflicted. Um, yes, uh, because like Quinn is sort of is like I'm glad that I'm you know shaking off my past and moving forward into the future unburdened and yes. just like talking to Rachel basically. Yes, uh, and Finn is sort of like, huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, like he normally looks though is part like of the he problem. normally looks. Um, then yeah. we get to the next scene. Yeah, Santana and Kurt discuss revenge in an empty classroom. Yes, uh, they call Sebastian the criminal chipmunk. Well, like that, and and Santana tells us that Auntie Snicks has arrived. She's going to make it all better. Yes. Uh, and um, then Kurt 
like because Kurt apparently was like sitting there for an hour writing down ways to get revenge, um, and then he decided, <laughs> no, I'm better than no, this. Violence is never the answer. I can't justify this because I was so against violence. Um, and as and as prom queen, I can't allow such a thing. Um, but like, <laughs> not in my kingdom. But so Santana agrees. We're gonna take the high road. Auntie Snakes is going back to Bitch Town or whatever. Um, but yeah, so- I don't know. I feel like she might carry a little bit of Snakes with her. Oh, I think uh, she does. It like like how Quinn can never truly remove the part of her that hid the, the skank. Yeah, <laughs> you can take the skank out from under the bleachers, but can you take the bleachers n- out from under the skank? Yes. <laughs> yes, because she doesn't have to sit on bleachers all the time. Um, yeah, that that's what's happening. I don't know why we get this setup scene. Like, I, this is a glee pacing problem for me. <laughs> like, I wish they just sort of put this right in front of, um, like, where Santana, Santana goes yeah. to confront uh, Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's stupid. Like, why have this tiny little scene here? I guess it's to, like, increase dramatic tension? Well, I think part of it is that um, we're about to have the payoff for the storyline. Well, multiple storylines that don't actually connect, but that Kurt believes that by taking the high road, he's you know going to be victorious in life. Um, yeah. Because you get those cookie points for being a good person or whatever. Those sweet, sweet cookie <laughs> points. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but before we get to the cookie payoff, uh, Sam uh, puts Mercedes' name up in lights in the auditorium. Uh, we open the scene with Mercedes looking at her phone with a full caps demand that she comes to the auditorium. Yeah. Well, do you want to hear my one sentence description of this scene? Yeah. White boy Sam tells Mercedes Michael Jackson is his favorite singer. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially they end up singing human nature together, which is yeah, fine. Because yeah. if you recall, Sam is trying to cuck Shane. Yes, exactly. He's trying to seduce Mercedes, steal her out of Shane, like like under out from under Shane. I'm sorry that I had an idea of how I was going to say that, and that just didn't happen. It um, just didn't happen. But yeah, well, I I just don't like the idea of anyone being inside of anyone else. <laughs> um, not I mean, okay, in this specific context, I was going to say, like, I'd- yeah, like what about <laughs> like a what's the inner space situation? Oh, I'm fine with no. that. That's that's basically four, and I don't want to attach our brand to that. <laughs> and, then, and then you swallow the little capsule that's all the people, mm-hmm. and they get surrounded by your big, giant mouth and throat. You know, I would definitely watch a Magic School Bus episode of Glee. <laughs> for sure. Who would they go inside of? Who's the, Sam. Who's the Arnold of, <laughs> of Glee? Well, I was going to say, uh, talking of big, big, big beautiful mouths... mouths I could Sam. not stop watching Sam's lips during this number because yeah, they are those big mesmerizing. DSLs. Like I just can't not I can't look away. Like oh, neither can Mercedes because Mercedes is like Sam. You know I'm with Shane and tries to leave, uh, but then she gets compelled by the music when he starts singing <laughs> Human Nature. And I gotta say that my one reaction to the scene is that Amber Riley is a for real angel. Oh yes, she sounds so good yes no it's true she that's one of the things is like at the so spoiler at the end of this they sang black or white um yeah and i thought when i was like we're gonna talk about it when we get there but glee i think was trying to convince us that like 
Michael Jackson, like using that song. Can be sung by white people. Exactly. Because Mercedes <laughs> is like the one black person. She should be featured way more in this episode yeah, for sure. Exactly. Santana leads on more songs than her, which is still good. Like, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that like Mercedes at the beginning, we had Santana Mercedes be like, I love Michael Jackson. I'm a, I'm mad. We didn't get to sing more Michael Jackson. And then Mercedes sings one song. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's just what <laughs> like, the scene ends with a kiss. Yes, um, it's interracial, so Fox had to make it short and <laughs> <laughs> and make it hard for us to see both of their faces in full. Um, uh, well, it's because they're zoomed in tight. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's because it's interracial. Fox is trying to like you know. Anyway, uh, let's move to the next scene. Kurt is in Spanish class? Question mark. Yeah, because because. Guess who's teaching it? Will. Yeah. Uh, and Bert pulls Kurt out of class. Uh, and Kurt's just like, is Blaine dead? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does seem like poor timing. Um, but it turns out that Kurt's Neata letter was not stolen by Finn. So it was <laughs> it was received. Uh, and Bert is here to give it to him. It feels sort of weird that they didn't just do this at home. Um, well, it's very exciting, Maggie. Don't you remember when is. you got your acceptance letter to Neata? We all we all came to your class in high school, yeah, and we pulled I you do. out of class, and then we stood in the hallway, and then you were like, no, we have to go to the band room, and we're like, okay, and we went there, and then you're like, this doesn't feel right, let's go to the choir room, and then we went there, and then you opened it without, like, sharing it with us, you, you just, mm-hmm. like, read it by yourself, and then you were like, dramatic, 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 I did it, like... Yeah, I do remember wearing that ultra-long flannel <laughs> with a blazer on top, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, that's what happens here, is Kurt is a finalist for Niata. He did it! And the best part of the scene is that Bert is ecstatic. Yes. Like, he's so excited, and he's like, you gotta let me tell Blaine, which is the cutest thing I've ever heard. You, what the fuck? You know what's not great about this what? scene? Bert makes a speech that is weirdly tied to this other plot that we've been having about how you have oh. to be a good person and take the high road, and, like, somehow uh, that'll pay off for you. Who knows? This is like some Ryan Murphy prophetizing, Sam. <laughs> You realize that's what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Ryan Murphy being like, let music save the day. Yeah. <laughs> no violence. <laughs> I'm just imagining Ryan Murphy like with a shaved. Well, I guess he's already bald-ish. Mm-hmm. But like without a hat on. But like in like the robes of the Dalai Lama. And just being like, violence <laughs> is never the answer. But he probably if sings Ryan it. If Ryan Murphy led a cult, I would... <laughs> hate it yeah they would all have they would, they would all wear those hats for exactly sure. and they'd all sing a lot and i just don't think that'd be very fun to be around um i'm, I'm sort of worried that i would join it though <laughs> but, so... but that's that's a general that's my, one of my that's one of the things i'm afraid of doing in general is joining a cult but yeah so uh, it, it's, yeah it, this yeah. is great though right like no, this like, is no i t- love i love the hug i love the excitement i'm not a big fan of the moralizing just not in general <laughs> Well, you know, Kurt didn't let the bullies get him down. Yeah. And that's why he's on top now. Um, right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not and because of talent or anything. It's because he was a good person. Like, he, he didn't resort to violence. Um, I'm really excited for this finalist stuff. Um, do you remember any of it from your watching of Glee? I I remember... I don't remember any of the actual, like, finalist bits. I remember them getting actual letters later. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who well, gets in and who doesn't, but like, yeah. 
you know, the the judge for you're gonna be really you're gonna be very pleased with who the judge is for the finalist, like because they have to do like a performance for a judge to decide if they get in or not. It's coming back to me a little bit. I do remember there is a judge, and I do remember liking who the judge is. Who it is. Well, you're gonna love it. Okay. Anyway, so (laughs) speaking of that, we're we then cut to Kurt, who's running in slow motion through the hallway, through people, mm-hmm. um, yeah. to tell Rachel, who we find out hasn't gotten hers yet because Finn because is, Finn has stolen has it. Stolen it. Uh, Rachel basically has a breakdown. Yes. Where she's like, I have no plans and no life. All I have is my boyfriend, and then she cries. Yes, which this is the reason I think Finn has stolen her mail. It's mm-hmm. nefarious, but it. Like, this it's might be the only way to get Rachel to say yes to his proposal. To shitty, yeah. terrible, iron, like, like iron boots in a lake proposal. Um, iron boots in a lake. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> it's been is a pair of iron boots. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I really feel Rachel's anxiety in this scene. Like, yeah. it's... Oh, my God. Uh, like... Watching high schoolers freak out about the fact they don't have plans for the future when, yeah. like, they have college still is yeah. hard to do a little bit. Yeah, when Kurt is like, this is a major crossroads in my life, I'm like, yeah, it feels that way. But <laughs> just wait until you realize that life doesn't mean anything. <laughs> God. I mean, it's true, though. Oh, None of us are following a true narrative, okay? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Let's move forward. Uh, we get to Blaine's bedroom. If you recall, this is where he danced to Roxy music. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they had sex, probably. Probably. Uh, and it, this is pirate Blaine. He is, <laughs> he's wearing an eye patch. Well, um, and he's on full-on bed rest. Yes. And, and Kurt is lovingly reading him the celebrity beat. Um, so cute oh my god <laughs> but so finchel arrives um to provide him yeah with soup and also movies that star people with pirate patches <laughs> like because finn to be fair that is a fun joke and like i love it yeah it's pretty good um and and they try to comfort blaine by being like if you lose an eye you know stevie wonder did great with no, no eyes, eyes. <laughs> that's such a good one <laughs> Um, oh, God. And Blaine's like, oh, well, before we get too far into our little get together here, I want to celebrate that Kurt is a, fi- a, a finalist for Niata. Yeah. And uh, he pours some, I guess, Coke Zero or something yeah. into um, some champagne flutes. It's awkward. Yeah, it, because... it's definitely Crystal Pepsi. And also, um, <laughs> no, and also, like, it's great because, like, Kurt and Finn. And Rachel, really, I guess. But they, they all kind of, like, seize up, like, and are just like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what ends up happening... But to, yeah. to cut the tension, Rachel pulls out a pitch pipe. Yeah. And <laughs> they sing the three white people, like, three of the whitest people, <laughs> sing a Michael Jackson song for another white person, Ben. Yeah. They sing ben. They sing Ben. Also, weirdly, they're like, this is to, like, bring you some of Michael Week. But Blaine doesn't get to sing? Like No. He just gets sung at. Yeah. Like they serenade him. They serenade the pirate. As soon as Rachel pulled out that pitch pipe, I was just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> like, if we're I, if we're in this universe already, we haven't seen a single pitch pipe before now. Don't pull it out now. I don't No, they've they've done the pitch pipe 
bit before, uh, you know, when they're at a bedside or something. Okay, no, no, but like, I don't need it. This is Glee. No, Just I don't need start it the song. Fuck. Just start singing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say this is the worst song of the episode. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that Finn gets an entire verse. Um, <laughs> well, and yeah. he's all, Finn does the thing where he closes his eyes and. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah. So it looks like the constipation is finally relieving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I, uh, well, uh, I I had some revelations, but it's not for mm-hmm. a couple scenes. So, we'll get back to it. But so Yeah, overall the song is boring. Yes. Um so but it, it seems also weirdly related to like the situation because like People have, like, kind of been, like, Blaine shouldn't have this conversation while Blaine's in the room. And, like, Ben is about, like, someone who doesn't fit in. Um, which I guess is intentional. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Let's move on. Because Blaine only fits in with puppets of his own creation, Sam. It's true. Don't we all? Um <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the next scene. It's two cellos, two furious. Yes. If you can't remember 2012 and the memes that pervaded yeah. the year, oh my god, two cellos was a thing. Yes. Um, which is just two dudes playing their cellos furiously. See, okay, um, what for multiple pop covers? Yeah, I'm just. When I was watching this, I was like, oh yeah, yeah two cellos was a thing, and then like <laughs> it kind of shows them a bit, and they're just like losing their minds and i was like was this what was entertaining to people is that like watching yeah. cellists is like entertaining by itself because they like just kind of lose themselves in the music but like i think it was that it was cellos playing music that cellos don't normally play yeah i think i think it was people being like oh my god they know how to play this song that i heard on the radio <laughs> and it's like yeah no fucking shit Ugh. Anyway, I, I like the two cellos music videos are all very weird. Like it's just like black and white and in long drawn out shots of them like holding their cellos interspersed with, you know, playing their cellos right at each other. Yes. Which they do in this number that they are featured in. Yeah. They're randomly there. It's like some weird. Is it at Dalton? I, like, I guess it's like the Dalton band room. But I it's guess. really more the Dalton chair room. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because so, so for it some doesn't reason, look like Dalton at all, though. Yeah, for some reason, we are here. There's not a lot of setup. We're just here. The Warblers are here. Santana is here. The cellists are here. <laughs> That's a lot of this episode, though, is the Warblers walking in being like, why are we here? Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair... Maybe maybe Sebastian doesn't have as good a like tether on them and like they're starting to yeah. realize that their lives are empty and meaningless and they're like, <laughs> Why are we here? <laughs> so Snicks slash Santana is here, um, wearing a- another fedora. Of course. This one has a feather in it, and she uh, comes up to Sebastian and is like, Tell me the truth. Did you poison yeah, the, the slushy what did you put in that slushy S- rock suh asphalt <laughs> and um sebastian's like ice or red, something red like that. dye number know. six baby yeah um, he claims that it's untampered and then challenges her um in dalton tradition to a song battle yeah again no rules, nothing nothing here that indicates who could be a winner or a loser. Just yeah. singing again, because that's how we solve so our the, problems here. Yeah, and Satana's like, hey, cellos, stay. 
I'm gonna need you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the cellos sit down in the middle of this like chair it's like circle. A, Okay. Yeah, it's like a spiraling chair circle. <laughs> Which, okay, now that you bring that up, if it's the band room, this band rehearses in a very strange way because there's no so that way. You have, I guess it's so that the director can hear everything. But, like, that's not how audience no. is here. No, it's not. Yeah, and, like, also... I don't it just seems very It's so that it's so that Sebastian and Santana can like run it you know, like, circle around yeah. each other menacingly. Can can do what my cats do, which is like chase each other around all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like Um Yeah. I would say this is like there's definitely tension, but it's sort of the opposite of sexual tension or like yeah. even it's Maggie, it, the it's, only tension it's, al- it's, n- it's almost sexy. <laughs> Ten- sexual sexual tension isn't the only kind of tension in the world. You know this, yes? I mean, I understand that, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's confusing, believe me. A lot of times, regular tension <laughs> is actually also sexual tension. But yeah, like, it's hard to tell. How do you know? Because, well, so they're singing Michael Jackson, and I feel like Michael they Jackson are. in general just has an edge Sexy. of sexiness to him. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They um, sing Smooth Criminal. Yes. Um. Which is why Santana's wearing the fedora, yes, obviously. of course. And because Santana was planning on Sebastian challenging her, slapping her with a little glove. Yes, of and, course. Uh, yeah, a little setting up this duel. Sequin glove, yeah. Um, Time to duel. I mean, it's it's very good. Like I love it. This performance is very good. Um, but so at the end of it, uh, Santana insists that she has won. Again, no yes. metrics. So like... Who knows? Um, I mean, like, based on, I mean, who do you think won? I mean, if it, if I have to pick a winner, then yes, Santana. Santana. Yes. Yeah. But, like, do... That's why they don't need a judge, Sam, because we are, the audience. But, like, have you ever been in a fight with someone and, like, the two of you mutually agree that one of you wins? I mean, um, I guess no, that is because how I fights... am I am very much against non. I'm I'm a nonviolent person. Well, it doesn't have I'm to be a, a violent fight, Maggie. It could be a song duel. <laughs> it could be a it could be a Yu-Gi-Oh duel. I don't know a Yu-Gi-Oh duel. Although um, I guess technically both players in a Yu-Gi-Oh duel do have to agree that one player wins. That somebody won. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just I guess maybe I'm not familiar with the rules system here, and that's as as someone who is clutches you to love those rules. Yes, clutches <laughs> to them with my cold dead hands. I mm-hmm. I need that D and D rule book to tell me all of the rules, Maggie. What if they set out like play mats? You know how like there's like play mats for cards, or it'd be sort of like a d- like a like a uh, dance dance revolution mat. Okay, I was for this. I was gonna say if they both pulled out their like arm band, like their like arm table yeah. things, and like the Yu Gi Oh arm things. <laughs> but, so anyway, yeah, it's it's good. Um, and at the end, I guess Sebastian also agrees that she won because he gives her the information she desired, which is. Apparently, there's rock salt well, in that she, Yeah, she demands. She's like, slushy. what'd you put in that slushy? Tell me. And he's like, oh, you've compelled me. It was rock salt. But yeah, well, to be fair, he does phrase it in such a way as, well, that one had rock salt. But don't worry, this one doesn't. And then slushies her. Slushied. And this is another low slushy like yeah. we were talking about before because it's mostly on Santana's tits. <laughs> it's very much on her boobs. Um, is, is tits like rude? Should I not say no, that? No, I think is it's it, like, fine. Demeaning? No, I, I don't. F- I, I wouldn't know. 
I personally I, prefer the word. I don't know word... either, and I have a set. I feel like I should know. <laughs> I, I prefer the term boobs, mostly boobs. because it's funnier. <laughs> boobs <laughs> is funnier. But yeah, so anyway, um, so then we cut to uh, a congregation in the glee room mm-hmm. where Brittany needs to it's lock new directions. the door. Yeah. yeah, they have to lock the door so that the buzz kill can't come kill the vibe. God, I wish they did this every week, you know? Yeah, like the it, it's a it's amazing. Santana's like, lock the door so Will can't get in. <laughs> and it's like, yes, thank you. Uh, Kids, let me into the but... restaurant. It's not funny. <laughs> guys let me on the bus <laughs> but so yeah so then i've got the money so then santana reveals what was her big plan um she used under an under boob recorder to get the yes. admission on tape she got the confession on tape because she taped the recorder to her under boob which we hear multiple times because yes. um santana's very um like she wants to, to let people know it was taped to her under boob. Yeah, okay. She, she had to tape it to her under boob. Um, her under tit. Kurt. Um, Kurt, Kurt yeah. yeah. Kurt refuses. He's like, we can't go to the police. I have a better plan. <laughs> I'm gonna teach them a lesson. Um, and this part is so confusing because I can't really remember how Kurt phrases it, but it's like. He's like, no, going to the police, that's not good enough. Or something yeah. like that. He's like, like I'm going to use the power of music. Well, so part of his argument is definitely that the Warblers will still do Michael Jackson at regionals. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not even a concern here. The concern is that no. someone was is assaulted. Like, yeah, is that Blaine could lose his eye, which I thought you were like really upset, upset about. about. Yeah. Well, no, Maggie, he, he learned he took the high road. And he got his Niata application, so it was reinforced mm-hmm. in that Pavlovian style. He he's drooling, you know, at the, <laughs> the thought of justice and lessons. Um, he he's drooling at the thought of using the power of music to bring people together. Yes. The thesis of the show. <laughs> yes. Um, there is an amazing quote from Santana because Kurt Kurt in order, like, oh. he's like, "I'm going to teach them a lesson. We all have to go to the auditorium right now because I set up the lesson for right now." But as they're leaving, Santana has an amazing line. Yes. And did you write it down or? Uh, I don't have it exactly, so okay. hit it to me. If Kurt had taped this to his junk, I would have never heard the end of it. We would have spent an entire week singing about it. <laughs> Which, say, Brittany, oh, Brittany does say true to that. Yeah, Brittany's just like, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, oh it's great. Uh, then... As so, everybody's mass exodus out of the choir room, but Finn keeps Rachel behind so that he can, uh, t- you know, sing to her. I guess you because s- she yeah. doesn't listen to him when he talks. But the, <laughs> now, they don't listen to each other. It's, it's a problem. True. Yes. Um, and it turns into a Finchel duet because Rachel just can't help herself. Uh, it's I just can't lo- stop loving you, and it's boring yeah I, I was gonna say i think this is the worst song of the episode um part of it i i realized here one of the reasons i really dislike finn is because mm-hmm. finn treats every song like it's dad rock yeah he, yes in in the way he acts in the way he sings it's all dad rock he's singing journey no matter what the song is and i'm just like <laughs> i don't like that i don't like it sure. so yeah i the 
okay, what this number really showed to me was that the show makes jokes about how annoying it is to have the plot lines about Finn and Rachel. Like, they make meta jokes about how it's like, we don't want to see you two kissing. Oh, how gross. Like, all that sort of shit. Sure. And then they then they slam us with a full, like, three-minute number of just these... <laughs> of this. Well, that's... My, my thing also... Do you think that, like... Is the main reason that this is happening because in real life, Leah Michelle and Cory Monteith were, like, lovers? Yeah, I think that's part of it, for sure. Cause, like, and I think it's yeah. also, like, Ryan Murphy living out the high school fantasy. Yeah, that's true. He, right? he really should have gotten to sleep with that jock. <laughs> if he had just... Fuck that fucking quarterback. Yeah. We wouldn't have this bullshit. We wouldn't we wouldn't have this happen and Rachel wouldn't have the iron boots. If 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 that quarterback had let Ryan do more than just give him a quick blowjob, then like we'd be in a better place. Oh. Oh, that's anyway. sad. <laughs> uh so Rachel at the end of the song, Rachel is just like, Don't say anything. You're the love of my life. I'm gonna marry you. Yeah. Um oh. So yeah. That's what's happening. Because we know that Rachel's feeling sort of desperate for direction. Yes. Which... Much like Quinn grasping at the idea of mothering Beth for the rest of her life, Rachel is conceding that maybe Finn's the best she's going to get. Yeah. And you can see the relief on Finn's face when he realizes that now he can finally plant that Niata letter back in Rachel's mail. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so then we move to the lesson. Um, The war was arrived as per... You know, of course, you know. and they and they are once again like, why are we here? <laughs> yes, and um, Sebastian gets in a, qu- a quick little quip about how public schools stink. Um, yep, because he's literally my f- my father won't like the stink <laughs> of public school on my fancy uniform. Jesus, uh, yeah, um, this is basically sort of the funkification, I guess. Yes, of the warblers. Yes, because so essentially. So they all sit down in the auditorium, and New Direction's on the stage, and they're like, we're not going to do Michael Jackson for regionals. And then Special's like, well, I thought I didn't give up that quickly. (laughs) And then they're like, no, instead, we're going to do this dope-ass number to prove that we could do it better than you ever could. And it's like... And then do something else. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And then... So then they sing Black or White, um, which I mentioned earlier. Um, Yeah, and it's it's so good. Yeah. Santana. Artie, Rachel, and Santana are mostly the leads. Maybe some Kurt, too? I don't know. Yeah, there is a little bit of Kurt, because this is when he puts his hand over his eye, and it's like, even if you threw dirt in my eye, (laughs) wink. Uh, With the the eye behind the hand, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's so good that the Warblers turn against Sebastian and are compelled to dance. Uh, and they they do another thing where they pull directly from the Michael Jackson music video. Yes. If you've never seen the black or white music video, there is a very upsetting part <laughs> where yes. um, like a variety of extras are singing the song and they morph from one person to another. Yes. Um, so that happens here. Yes. The, <laughs> there is a morphing sequence. I think it's less... It has less of the impact than the music video does because most of the characters are white. See, okay, that was what I was that when when I watched it the first time, I was like, okay, the problem here is that like it's very disturbing, and yeah. also like all this really does is show me that unlike the Michael Jackson video where it's like a variety of ages and races and genders, mm-hmm. it's literally all white people. Like, 
Wait, wait, well, wait, there, wait. there's Mike, Mercedes, there's Tina. Mike, Tina, <laughs> and um, Santana. Santana. Like, like, there's a slight change in skin color, like, twice. And then it's just yeah. like, Jesus, Glee, what are you... Like... They made, there's some notable exceptions to the morphing sequence. Um, Rory isn't in it. Yeah. Uh, well, Blaine isn't, obviously. Yeah. Well, they couldn't put an eye patch. That would look super weird. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. I think my favorite morphing like transitions are probably... There's the one from Artie to Quinn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and the one, like Santana's uh, morphing bit is good too. Kurt is also good because he doesn't. It's in like a musical part of the song with no singing. So yes, it's just like Kurt with a big grin. Well, what's weird? The thing about it is he Sam morphs into Kurt, and it's yeah. like oh, like in a in a weird way. Well, I mean, it's because they're both white men. They look mm-hmm. very similar. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're they're white men on TV, so they do look a certain way. Yeah, but, um, but so yeah, the, the more thing is just horrific. <laughs> honestly, I did some pausing to like oh, see no, the no. like the mid animorphs trans- no, transitions. No, gross. <laughs> the, oh. the thing is that they look more like normal people. <laughs> like, it's like it's like as it goes between people, you're like, is that a dog? <laughs> <laughs> is that a dog with a human face? Jesus. <laughs> Um, so if you're going to watch the episode, I, I highly suggest you do some pausing during the morphing, uh, cause you get a, you can get a good laugh out of it. But so yeah, another part about the song, Artie raps during it. Um, mm, he does. Which, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then, but at so, least it wasn't Will. Yeah. You know? So the gay warbler leads a, a crowd of the warblers into joining the song. He has a name. Trent, maybe? <laughs> Um, but he's is like, that one Trent? I think so, because he's the obviously gay one. And there's Nick. Yeah. I, that was the one who sang lead on um, Uptown Girl. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, but like, so to kind of go back to the point I was making earlier, they're singing black or white. Mm-hmm. Is this Glee trying to like tell us? Oh, it's okay that we had mostly white people sing all of these songs today. Um, because Michael Jackson was about inclusion. Like Yeah. Um I don't know. I think they include I think they included the song so they could do the more fit and also sequence. have and also have the eye joke. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. but yes. so at the end of this, uh Sebastian acts all high and mighty. He's like, Well, you can't do anything if you don't have proof. That's what my father said. Um and then Santana's like, bitch. I have proof. I have proof. <laughs> and uh, they're like, well, we're not going to go to the cops because we're better than that. Yeah. Which, <laughs> um, again, a crime. It was a crime. It w- Okay. So it was a crime. Uh, but I do support not including the cops. Um, <laughs> okay. Because cops suck. <laughs> but, like, you're not even taking it to, like, the headmaster. Like. No. I mean. He I, should I, be punished guess, for what he well, did. I guess their reasoning is they're like, now all the warblers know. <laughs> like, you know what they should do is they should do this and then still give the proof to the headmaster afterwards. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like he did a he did something that is bad. Like he should be punished for it. Like this whole like moralistic, like your friends hate you punishment is like not good enough it's, for it's me. It's very stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think it's even that it's like not good enough. It's just like stupid. Like it's ridiculous <laughs> and it doesn't make all that much sense. Yes. Um, I think that's really where it falls flat. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. So last I, I want to or last scene. But before we get there, I want to point out that uh, another su- supporting for our metafiction of Blaine being a demon, and of course Sebastian being one as well, is that Sebastian is like the de facto leader of the Warblers, mm-hmm. um, even though he's brand new. Well, to them, Maggie does and he, Dalton. Does he look like a freshman to you? <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. Does he look like a freshman? Do I look like a freshman? Um, yeah, yeah, he, he uh, just it's, is it's supporting now. Our, yeah. It's supporting our fiction that he's like... Because he describes himself as the captain yes. of the Warblers, even though they were definitely run by a council right. last year. Well, and like so. also that first song that we saw, Uptown Girl, the lead was someone else. So like, yeah. when did this happen? It doesn't make I don't much know. sense. Yeah. So it's definitely we all know, especially since Sebastian is so obviously evil. Like he's a demon, <laughs> he's got to be. So last scene here, um, Rachel's wearing this lacy black top. Um, I loved it. Yeah, it, it's very New York Rachel. We're getting like flashes of New York Rachel. I'm she, I'm digging it. She's getting ready for the poetry bar. Um, yeah, but so, she wears a black turtleneck earlier in the episode. So, so yeah, she shows it. she shows Kurt that she finally got the Neata letter. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, Kurt reminds her that this is news that you're supposed to, like, when you get really good, exciting news, one of the first people you should share it with should probably be your significant other, especially if you're going to marry them. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's not just her letter. She is a finalist. Oh, right. Yes, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. but then she looks (laughs) like weirdly guilty and also like, like trepidatious. I don't know what a good word for it is. In my notes, I have a... Whoops! Marrying Finn face closing shot. <laughs> oh, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> exactly. Like we zoom in and, and it plays um, uh, sound, sound of silence. silence. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! Uh, I would love the shit out of that. But so yeah, um, so that's where we end the episode. But like, it's not the nor it's not the normal sound of silence. It's like a glee acapella no, sound of God. silence. Yes. I mean, uh, fuck. Sound of That'd Silence so is good. already... Anyway, but yeah, no, it's... It, this is where the episode ends. It's mostly, like, here's the thing. One of the reasons that I am still very supportive of this idea that Finn must have stolen her letter mm-hmm. is that we have this scene at the end where Rachel yeah. realizes that, like, if she had known that she was a finalist in Niata, she would not have agreed to marry Finn. Like... It's true. Ta-da! <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, even though they, they did discuss earlier in the episode that whether she gets into Niata or not, she's going to New York. Right. And that, like, eventually she'll marry Finn. Like. So. Yeah. I don't know. But I, under- I understand feeling trapped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because in Rachel's situation, I would also be panicking. Yes. Like, oh, God. What have I done? I'm gonna, I have to marry Finn now? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> um. But yeah, so so that's the whole episode, and you know what? I'm still high energy. Good, it's pretty amazing. That's great. Uh, let's get into the podcast business. Podcast business. Podcast business. Podcast biz. That was bad. Okay, Could you yeah. Tell? Well, Hel- not. Hello, I thought it's podcast darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a metaphor. And metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars, gold stars are, a are a metaphor for me being, being a star. star. I w- well, I was doing the Michael Jackson theme. Oh, I got you. Yeah, the I'm bad. That's why I, d- I didn't describe it as bad because it, so- <laughs> it sounded great. <laughs> I thought you meant... 
I okay. No, I get. I got you now. Yeah, it does sound Honestly, great. fuck you. <laughs> you had to know. <laughs> I didn't realize until it came out of my mouth. But so, um, <sighs> yeah, much like Rachel committing to Finn. Uh, so the podcast business starts with us giving gold stars. Yes, of course. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, I would love to. Um, I'm going to give my gold star. I Actually, no, I wouldn't love to because I'm sort of torn. Okay. Um, I have a couple people that I want to give gold stars to. Maybe. Um, Santana. Sure. Maybe. Yep. Uh, Kurt. Maybe. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I sort of like Rachel's performance overall in the episode. Okay. Um, sure. I think Quinn also has a, some pretty good oh, yeah. moments. Yeah. Quinn does have some good moments too. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, I'm, so I'm sort of tossing and turning. What, what have you thought? So I, I for one would like to recognize the contribution that uh, a certain person made when they taped a recording device so they're under boob <laughs> so i'm giving i would i'm giving my gold star to santana because if it were up to me we'd have a whole fucking month of songs about yeah. how santana taped a recording device to under, under boob, boob. <laughs> yeah same yeah same i'm okay i've actually decided something i'm gonna go left field i'm giving my gold star to sebastian okay sure <laughs> what a- for being for being a charismatic villain <laughs> Yes, very charismatic. Um, oh God, I. It's funny mostly. My father will hear about this. <laughs> he never actually says that in the episode, no. but damn, does he give off those vibes? <laughs> oh God, I'm just. I, I. I really hope that the people who are listening to this understand what we're what we're referencing, because otherwise, we literally quoted things they, about my father so many times. They must. They have to. Come on. Yeah. It's 2018. Yeah. So um, anyway. Yeah. So that that's the that's the gold stars. Yes. Next is best number, and we've got a whole bunch of numbers. Yep. Um, to choose from, and a lot of them good. Of course. Uh, so this is going to be tough. First off is "Want to Be Starting Something" mm-hmm. by Blaine Warbler, and uh, with backup from uh, a dancing Britanna, Kurt, and Mercedes. Yep. Uh, then we have "Bad" by the by the baddies in their bad leather jackets in the bad parking garage <laughs> aren't they so bad oh they're so cute um and then scream mm-hmm. uh by Artie and mike yep then never can say goodbye by quinn yep human nature by sam sadies ben by finchel and kurt uh smooth criminal by santana and uh sebastian yep and i can't stop loving you by Finchel, and then finally, Black or White. By a lot of by, people. Uh, just yeah, by everyone, the New really. Directions. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a lot of songs there. So many. Hey, what are you thinking for best number? So the ones that I have closer to the top, Want to Be Starting Something, mm-hmm. uh, Bad, mm-hmm. Scream, sure, and, and Smooth Criminal. Okay. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, you did your gold star first, oh, so that's true. you have to do music first. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Okay, yeah. So I picked Smooth Criminal, um, but okay. with a shout out to uh, Never Can Say Goodbye because I actually really ah. like that number. It might yeah. be Quinn's outfit, but like, 
damn, it's good. So it's sort of like a goodbye to Quinn for the season. Yeah, exactly. Really, because I, I, I don't think we're like gonna touch on her plotline all that much anymore because we know she's going to Yale. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give mine to Scream. Okay. Interesting. Uh, because I just really liked it. Uh, it's one of the. I don't know. I I've gone back and forth on whether I like Glee, just sort of straight up shot for shot plagiarizing. Sure, yeah. Music videos, but I really enjoyed this one. I think partly because Mike is in it. Okay. Um, sure. And the uh, the eyeliner, I can't deny him. Yeah, I I think my my main issue there is that that song is so out of nowhere and like they just kind of yeah, it felt kind of like, like shoehorned in. Artie's frustration doesn't make all that much sense. No, and neither does Mike's, really. Like, But Mike and Blaine are good friends. I guess, but you could make the same argument about Artie and Blaine. Like, I don't think you could. Okay. Because, uh, like, Mike and Blaine have done, like, backup dancing okay, together sure. for multiple songs. Okay, yeah, but, like, so. I don't know. In general, it just kind of felt shoehorned in, and, like, it's... The production is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, which is partly why I liked it. Yeah, but like <laughs> the flash <laughs> fr- from a plot perspective, like I'm obviously asking for a lot from Glee, mm-hmm. which is not fair. Um, but like, because <laughs> like in the past, like Britney, Britney is literally just a string of like dream sequence numbers, which yeah. is fine because like I'm down with that. <laughs> but like it, like there's no reason for those either. Mm-mm. But I guess for some reason for me, this one just didn't land as, as well. So, oh well. Uh, yeah, I mean, my uh, second, I, I really like I Want to Be Starting Something. I think it's a really hu- like good way to start the episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, high energy. The costumes are great. Um, yeah. And that, I also really like Bad because yep. of the, like, the cinematography is good. Um, and the choreography is probably the best out of any of the numbers. That's true. Yeah. So we'll we'll okay. have to remember these all because like when I say remember, like we'll we'll bring these back up again when we talk about best group numbers, best all of that yeah. at the end. So But Smooth Criminal is a good choice too. Yes. Because of the just the weird ass setup. <laughs> yeah, like well the thing is like it's a it's also just a good cover of the song. Like it's a very it good rendition. So like with Naya Rivera just sort of doing vocal runs on top of the like actual lyrics. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So yeah, so Last piece of podcast business, um, mm-hmm. as we do every week, we give each episode a slushy rating. This time, yeah. maybe we'll include a little bit of rock salt, oh. um, but uh, or we might just throw it on Santana's tits. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> so I would. Um, but we I, do it out of oh. five slushies, yeah. And uh, the lower, the better, because less slushies makes sense. Um, and yep. they're weapons of taking people's eyes out. Um, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna give this episode half a slushy out of five nice nice yeah. i'm doing the same which equals to a full slushy yeah which mostly it, i'm it, it, i'm really tempted to give it no slushies however <laughs> the finchel garbage yes see that's <laughs> it's just too much yeah my my thing my problem is i don't think i can give like unless they really do it in a way that just works for me i don't think i'll ever be able to give like a an artist centric episode zero out of five slushies Mm. because there's too much of this like weird like 
plotless garbage to like justify yeah. doing numbers. Like sure, and like the Ben, it's like we have to take it to the streets. Yeah, like, like what? what? What do you mean? <laughs> and then like Ben is a terrible number, and they just do mm-hmm. it because they're like, "This is Michael Jackson," and I'm like, <laughs> "I don't care." Like, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, I think it's a really good episode. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and yeah. Definitely one of the big pluses of the episode is that there's a lot of music. Yeah. There's less dialogue and more music. Which I guess, so that's that's a fun struggle then. I want there to be more, I, I, I like it when there's more music, but I also mm-hmm. would like it if the music made sense, which is, <laughs> uh, again, asking way Sam, too much. That is, a, that is a tall ask. Yes. Asking Glee to make sense at all. <laughs> It's it's impossible. It can't, yeah. right? So like episodes like this where it's just like, yeah, it doesn't need to. Like <laughs> That's true. Which again, I'm giving it a half a slushy. There's a, like you're saying, the Finchel garbage. Mostly, I am just so disgusted with Finn all the yeah, time. Like, like c- because he sort of knows that he's Right. No, that's like trapping Rachel with him. Yes. Like that is his sort of intention. Yeah. Um which which sucks. It definitely that's the thing. Like in that very first scene where he's like, he's like, I need an answer right now. And Rachel's like, because it's going to be harder to be a couple in New York when you have self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. And then like Rachel's like, well, I mean, if you want an answer right now. And then he stops her because he knows she's going to say no. Like, yeah, he is. It's rough shit. Such man. a garbage person. And it's just like, yeah, your future is bleak, man. But doesn't mean you have to drag this beautiful shining star down with you. Yeah. Uh. And I don't know. It's just it's it's also like so desperate and yes. like and nobody low likes that. low self confidence. Yeah, like it's like, dude, Rachel's like already told you that she loves you and wants to be with you. Like you don't have to marry own her. her. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Marriage is gross. You know it what? Is. I'm taking a stand right now. No, I I believe that. Already. Sam and Maggie hate Glee. Is taking a stand. Sam and Maggie hate marriage. Anti-marriage. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's everything. Yeah. Um, we love love but hate marriage. Let's yes. let's close out the episode. Um, what's coming up next? What's next week? So next week we're going to talk about season three, episode 12, The Spanish Teacher. <sighs> and this is a good one because yes. Will is proved to be a fraud. <laughs> and uh, Ricky Martin is, in is it. on it. Yes. It's uh, going to be great. Love it. Yes. Um, but until then, we have socials. Um, I do want to apologize. We've had some people contact us on Twitter. I'm just really bad at it. Um, mm. And so, like, unfortunately, we're running a little fa- long this time. But, like, we had a, we've had a couple people who have reached out to tell us about their gold stars and their best numbers and slushy ratings. Um, so just to shout out some of those people, uh, Lucas at uh, EU Lucas Henrique. And then um, also uh, Angelica. Uh, at Jelly's Twatter, Jelly's underscore Twatter. So my my, <laughs> yeah. But like uh, both, I'm like honestly, it's one of those things. I'm I'm sorry because I'm bad at Twitter. Um, but I uh, do love hearing. Even from if we, do, yeah, even if we don't mention it on the show, we love to hear your gold stars and your slushies. Uh, just at us at S and M Glee. You can find us on Instagram at the same handle. Uh, you can also email us at S and M Glee at gmail dot com. Uh, and if you like what we do, please consider supporting us on Patreon. The slash uh, is SNM Hakely. And if you search Sam and Maggie Hakely on Patreon, you should be able to find us. Yeah. And um, there's some bonuses there. Um, until next week, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top.